found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It's a Wednesday edition of Tidbits, also known as Okay. Over the hump now, it's all downhill from here. Yay. From, from this moment on, it's all downhill. It's all downhill. <laughs> Especially for you, the listener of this program. Hmm. And we welcome you. It's true. How are the... Um, Podcast numbers looking? Are they are they up? Well, I had to restart my uh, laptop, so okay. give me uh, right. give me a minute, and we'll log in and take a look. Right. Because you know we've not had a podcast update. That's true, in quite some time. So, of course, you can get this on any podcast out there listening. Pretty you know, much so, any uh, yeah. any streaming platform. Yeah. We're, we're pretty much on. And if we're not, let me know. Okay, and I'll put us on there. He'll go that extra mile for you. I will. The listener. <laughs> so I, um, I I host our podcast through Anchor.fm, okay. which is owned by Spotify. All right. And then they distribute it out to all the other platforms, right? Okay, all right. Which it's quite convenient in that regard. Um, but I think they've, they've redone how they do their metrics. Okay. Um, so it's not quite as I, I, like before I did, well, was, I guess it was eye popping. It was, it was, but I will say this, All right. we are growing, right? Okay. So our, um, we're talking tens and tens, tens of, of listeners, of listeners. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> On the podcast. <laughs> Sometimes a dozen. Sometimes. Okay. Sometimes up to 20. Oh. Up to 20 people will tune in to. Which is our just show. Yeah, it's amazing. It is. Plus, we've got you, our loyal, normal, everyday people. That's right. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> uh, if you do a search for tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul, okay. you'll find it. The episode's uh, typically numbered by date. And sometimes you'll put the top couple of items we discuss. Yeah. 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 All right. Let me see your dashboard. Okay. You got to go uh, get the finger looked at today, don't you? That's on the agenda. Yeah. I have an appointment with the hand specialist today. Yay for me. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully he'll be yeah. like, yeah, we got to, we got to, absolutely. Maybe you fixed it on your own. Maybe I did. All right. Here we go. All right. Here are the numbers. We have... <laughs> So what numbers do you want? Well, let's just, uh, you you give me the, the ones that will make me proud. Okay, okay. so <laughs> uh, according to what I have here, uh, most most people are listening in the United States. Okay. We have some Germans. All right. And Russians. Okay. And a little bit of Canadians. How about that? Um, International. Yeah. Listenership. By far, okay. the most... Listen to platform that people consume this show is Apple Podcasts. Okay. Followed by Spotify. Then uh, we're also on Amazon and everything else. All right. There you go. What's our top state for listenership? Uh, Give me a second. All right. Let me hit that. You know, we've got, uh, we're hurting. Top state's Indiana. Okay. Um, Followed by. Illinois. Okay. Followed by Missouri. Oh. 
Excuse oh, my, me. your tummy. Did and you have your sandwich? I did have my sandwich okay, and pudding. Right. So. <laughs> Uh, followed by Missouri, New York, Tennessee, uh, Michigan, wow. Ohio, Virginia, and well, then Kentucky. And after that, it starts getting to less 1%. Right. But. Well, thank you, folks. We appreciate your list here. We do. Yeah. But to Illinois, Missouri, New York, those are the top. Okay. After Indiana. Yeah. Our home state. We're Hoosiers. And we're Hoosier proud. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, we are. <laughs> All right, because we've not had an update for a while, so. Yeah. And you can catch that uh, anytime. You can, what is it, roughly 20 or so minutes? They yeah, get typically to, they're between 20 and yeah. we went long this week. Mow your lawn, you got us. <laughs> Pretty okay, much. You know, there, there we are. You can hear Matthew's stomach rumble. That's right. Through. <laughs> Sorry. Your podcast. <laughs> I don't know what's going not on. Not enough sandwich today. <laughs> that or my stomach's going, I didn't like that. Didn't care for it. <laughs> you got the one you left out on the sidewalk for two weeks. <laughs> uh, I got the one sitting in the driveway for two days. Oh, whoops. All right. Okay, so also we okay. are overwhelmingly male. All right. We have a 26% female audience. All right. Which I think is up. Yeah, that, that would be. Um, our age range, our top age range is 45 to 59. Is that right? Yeah. Followed closely by 18 to 22. So it's both ends of the spectrum. Yeah. We get them old and young. We'll take them either way. Either way. Either way. We're, we're just glad you're here. <laughs> All right. We're going to focus on groceries. All right. Okay. Are you done with our numbers? Yeah. Okay. Every part of a grocery store is designated to make you spend more money. Well, yeah with side psychological tips that manipulate you to buy more than you need. From increasing cart size to putting produce at the front, supermarkets spend tons of money making sure their customers spend their money. Customers may go to the store for a carton of eggs. They'll find themselves picking up ice cream, bread, a magazine, and plenty more items they didn't even need. Mm. Grocery store tricks can make customers unaware of how much money and time they've spent aimlessly walking around like a zombie, placing item after item in your cart. And while customers may think the manipulation begins when they start shopping, the tricks of the supermarkets come even before that. In a video shared by The Recount, a woman shares the 28 different tricks Grocery stores use to make customers spend more dough. Many of these psychological tricks supermarkets use are made to put customers in a good mood, mm. which means they spend more money. <laughs> sure, sure. Boy, I'm happy to be here. This is great. Do people enjoy grocery shopping that much? Oh, it's so much to fun. Because to me, it's like, oh, geez. oh boy, look at all these people. I need to get that. They're, that guy's standing right there, but it's cool. <laughs> Cindy Lopper's playing in the background. I'm excited. Girls just want to have fun. <laughs> I mean, it, okay, it, okay. It, it make, I mean, the title of this is How Grocery Stores Manipulate You. And it's like, okay, number one, grocery stores are a billion-dollar business. Yeah. Right? How do you think they got there? Because they make a lot of money, and they want you to spend your money while you're there. So they're going to hire people that are like, okay, how can we get them to spend even more money while they're here? 
And so they start doing tests. They're like, well, we tested out the <laughs> the small, medium, and large grocery cart. And we found out they spend 10% more with the bigger one. All right. We're buying bigger grocery carts. <laughs> that's how this works. Okay. So that's the overall view. <laughs> when we come back, we'll go with some specifics. All okay. right. Some specifics that you're facing while you're grocery shopping. Okay. And that's something everyone's got to do. you got to have food. You do. So it's a good topic for, for everyone. Right. Even you fellas out there that enjoy this program. You bachelors. You tough, rugged fellas. You tough, rugged fellas. <laughs> Need you to go to the store. <laughs> go to the store. It's 635. We'll be back with more Tidbits. This is Tidbits. brought that up just as we were about to come back from the break and I immediately went to you with this little pitchfork popping bubbles. I just (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Oh, Matthew. Uh, (laughs) What a career you've had. I have. (laughs) Let's uh, get back to our grocery store business. Okay. Here we go. When a customer first walks into a grocery store, they're greeted with colorful flowers. Yes. Freshly baked and fresh produce. Yes. All of which activate the salivary glands and put a customer in a good mood. Yeah. You know, Look the at the colors. Yeah, the smell. Look at the colors. I'll completely ignore the people that are just standing blocking the door. <laughs> they can take their time because I can see and smell the colors. Mm. Evidently, they don't stay in a good mood very long. Okay. <laughs> what makes someone stop right in the middle of an oh, aisle gosh, to chit-chat? I don't know. Or it's like we, we come right into the door and that's where we're going to stop. And, you know, we'll, we'll get our purse situated. We'll put our thing here. And we'll get this. And we'll get our list out. And then at the checkout, you still got the old lady that writes a check. Doesn't begin writing the thing at all until everything's <laughs> racked up. I, I've, I've, not, I've not encountered that in a long time. Right. We did at a um, smaller store recently. This little old lady started writing a check. And it's like... Okay, I've seen that in forever. <laughs> the scents from the flowers, fresh food, and warm bread mm. make customers hungrier than when they were walking in, which causes them to spend even more money. Right. Well, that that's common knowledge. Like you don't, you're not supposed to go to the grocery store hungry. Yeah. Like that's okay. don't do that. Furthermore, the produce is sprayed with a mist, mm-hmm. which actually causes them to rot faster. Because the stores know if a food item looks fresh and dewy, customers are more likely to purchase it. <laughs> it's still got dew on it from the outside. They must have got these this morning. <laughs> it's like the photography of hamburgers and stuff that yeah. they take. Yeah. You notice every tomato's got those little beads. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Little, little. And they're yeah. fake. Yeah. You know, they're not real. If, he, if you were to get that and you had actual, like, beads of water on you, well, I have a sandwich wet. <laughs> and does it ever look like you see it no. in the pictures? No. Yeah. It says the, um, if you look closely, you'll see that almost every mascot on cereal boxes, this is kids in good moods, right. are looking down. This is to make eye contact with kids. <laughs> They're great. <laughs> Pick me, Timmy. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, follow your nose. Grocery stores will place these boxes at a place they can ensure the mascots will look down to the kitties mm. in hopes that the little kids 
beg their parents for them. I love to see that too. <laughs> Kids that are never ending in the store. Oh, you. Hi, lady. (laughs) (laughs) Strategically placing products Uh, so that you buy the most expensive option. Yes. By placing produce and the healthy foods at the front, supermarkets are relying on customers to reward themselves for picking healthy at the start of their errand run and purchase less healthy but more expensive later for their cart. Mm. Prepared food is next to the healthy food for the same reason. Grocery stores are counting on you to reward yourself for your healthy picks. Mm. Well, I got a mango. (laughs) Surely I need some donuts. Yes. Got some bananas, now uh, got some oatmeal cream pies, all right. (laughs) And by playing the soothing music, the stores try to further put you in a good mood. So that's Cyndi Lauper, they're playing Cyndi Lauper in the background and ensure you to take your time while you shop. Grocery stores even want you to feel good while checking out, which is why they place so many reward items like chocolate magazines and other candies around the register. And I I fall for this occasionally. Oh, a Snickers. Well, look at that. That sounds good. (laughs) Another way to manipulate you into spending more time making choices is to strategically place items. Right. They'll often pay extra money, brands will, to be stocked at eye level, because eye level is buy level. Oh. <laughs> Learn that in your Tiger course. That's right. Remember, Tiger. Eye <laughs> level's buy level. This also <laughs> your tiger is course. why name brands uh. <laughs> are placed at eye level. Healthy and niche items are placed at the, uh, <laughs> and the best deals are placed at the bottom. Okay, so you got to look for the good deals. Hmm. By putting brands you'll recognize, and the most expensive at eye level, supermarkets are hoping you'll grab the first thing you see and won't even notice the deals. (laughs) Don't make them look, Timmy. Stock that right. That's right. Bigger carts make customers buy more and spend more. Shopping carts in supermarkets have tripled in size since the 70s tripled it's just like our chug-a-lug drinks yeah yeah totally because stores know customers will continue to place item after item in their cart no matter how big they get <laughs> this trick makes it easier for customers to make larger purchases thus you barfing at the checkout line when you get your tape <laughs> i'm sorry it's what <laughs> I, I I don't have that. We're in we're in triple digit. What? <laughs> well, I got to start taking stuff back. Yeah, that results in buying more items you don't need. And uh, most grocery stores are designed to resemble Hotel California <laughs> in the way that they are incredibly easy to enter, but you can never check out anytime you like. Okay, you just can't. Uh, is that I, true? I don't know. I, that's not true. We're not trapped. Like, oh, I can't get out. <laughs> <laughs> How do I get out of here? I think most of us can find our way out of a grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> like rats in a maze. <laughs> Typically, if you get, you just turn right around and go back out the big opening sliding doors you just came in. 
Now, the only store I've ever seen <laughs> that is truly can be described like that is Ikea. Okay. Ikea is absolutely, and they do it on purpose, <laughs> but it's absolutely a maze. And it's, it's, it is hard to. Okay. Like, there's no just running in to get something at Ikea and running right back out. Like, that's not a thing. Okay. Unless there's secrets, which there probably are. There's probably secrets. But uh, So you can check out anytime you like, but you can never leave. Yeah. Customers are instructed to go in one way and leave another. Okay, that now for us... What stores I'm, do that? Well, Cause, cause it used to be... They're all in the same area. You remember the old A&P. You collected uh, green stamps. Mm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That like little showroom, right? They had all your... Look, goodbye. You got your goodies. Why don't they do that anymore? People used to like that. They just had tons of books. Did you get the green stamps? Uh, oh, no, Mom, I forgot. Dang it. Dang it. <laughs> was hoping to get a new hairdryer. So they're hoping you'll go down every aisle and shop uh, or decide you don't need anything. You'll have to either go in limbo under or climb over the lines of people who've fallen victim to this psychological trick. So we're basically dumb zombies in the store. What? I don't. I just don't believe that. I don't either. Because every grocery store I can think of locally is basically the same way after they came in. Yeah. This mayhem. <laughs> oh, it's, it's a maze. <laughs> causes customers to spend even more time in the store, which causes them to buy even more. This mayhem. <laughs> I can't. I can't get out. I'm just going to buy Snickers. I can't. Just, are we do, are we that dumb? Like are we are we that stupid that we go into a store? I can't get out. <laughs> One trick supermarkets use is placing the items counterclockwise. That's because shoppers spend more money if they move in the same direction they drive. The items that are often placed on the end of the aisles are the holy grail of marketing. Ah. <laughs> The displays on the end of aisles often sell at a rate of eight times faster than products inside aisles, and they're placed at the end as opportunities to tempt you to buy more than you don't need. Ah. Spacing. Okay. <laughs> Staple items pretty much everyone buys are never close together. <laughs> Meat will be on one side of the store, vegetables and bread in another, and of course, at the very end of the store, the dairy aisle. Yeah. <laughs> Stores. That's like the oldest one in the book, right? <laughs> why? Why? Uh, there's Well, they're going to tell us why. Yeah. Store spaces out these essentials to keep shoppers going from one corner to another. Right. Ensuring they'll pass by other areas and buy more. See, that's just it. They spend a lot of money on these end caps, and they spend a lot of money to be in front of you. And so the more they can, the more real estate they can, they can get you walking through, the better. This is why dairy sections often used as a weapon in the war on customer wallets. Since the milk and eggs are always at the back of the supermarket and the products customers go into the store to buy the most, customers will have no choice but to walk past every aisle and every display walking past items they'll most likely be tempted to buy. Hmm. Now, for me, if I go in, I know where this stuff is. I just go that right, way. You just go, you get it, you get your stuff, and are hopefully... We, are we not normal? Hopefully, you can find your way out. <laughs> get out of here. Supermarkets purposefully create extremely long aisles okay. 
to keep customers moving through the store in hopes of picking up more stuff. And like Las Vegas casinos, <laughs> supermarkets don't have any clocks or windows. Hmm. Which is because stores want customers to lose track of time. Keep you shopping longer and ultimately... Where am I? How long's it been? I... <laughs> so when you finally do find the exit, you pay your you know, $400 for all the crap you bought. It's dark. Where is it? What, what time is it? Uh, is it 6 a.m. or 6 p.m.? I don't know. So there you go. Uh, Matt and Dale have explained to you <laughs> the, uh, the stuff behind supermarkets. The psychology behind supermarkets. Now you should be a better informed shopper. Thanks to that. This makes it sound like everybody that walks in the store just turns into a mindless zombie. I can't. I can't find my way out. I guess I'll buy some little Debbies. Oh man! So there you go. It is six fifty, so we're out of time. Oh boy! All spent on grocery store. That's right. Shopping today. So we'll. Uh... It's quality content you've grown to to know and love. Grown tidbits. We'll do it again tomorrow. All right. I'll see you then. See you, buddy. All right. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.